You're listening to MRP, the Metal Robot Podcast. Welcome back to the Metal Robot Throwback. This is the bonus series that I have on the Metal Robot Podcast where we take a look at old interviews that I had done in the past and bring them to the podcasting platform so that you can listen to them anywhere on the planet rather than wasting your battery on YouTube. I mean, I love YouTube, but my God, phones can get killed using that fucking thing. Now, if you hadn't guessed, this series is back on this particular week because we are still off. We were supposed to be back, but the reasons that I was off the first week, um, they, seem, they seem to have spread and continued on into this week. I won't go into details about what that was, but let's just say living in apartments can still suck sometimes. Now, we'll, we will be back proper next week uh, because coming up is my birthday, actually. Next Saturday on the 17th is my birthday. I turn 25 years old. No, seriously, there are people who thought that I was in my 30s. Go figure. But at the same time, I will also, uh, this will hopefully happen, who knows, but I am looking to get a YouTube video up next week as well on the main YouTube show, taking a look at 10 of my personal favorite metal bands. So if you're subscribed to the main Metal Robot Reviews YouTube channel, stay tuned for that. That should be coming out the same day or the same weekend as the next Metal Robot podcast episode. So make sure you're subscribed to the main YouTube channel and to the podcast if you aren't already. But let's get into it. On this episode of the Metal Robot Throwback series, we're doing something a bit different. You see, in previous episodes of this series, we had talked to traditional artists and musicians, at least the kind that you immediately think of when you think traditional, who release albums, are in bands, and who perform concerts on tours or in their local area. This time is slightly different, of course, unless you also count Twitch streams as concerts, because this time we're going back to Sunfire TV. She's been on the podcast a couple of times in uh, the past couple of years, and she's been a great friend of the channel, and I've also appeared on her streams a couple times, mostly uh, as a mod in the chat. Now, if you haven't heard of her already, then you probably don't know that she's been on the rise in recent days, both on Twitch, but also in part thanks to TikTok, along with some sponsorship deals and streams averaging hundreds of viewers every single stream. It is nuts watching a stream of hers nowadays. The chat is always crazy, and she's still interacting with every single one of them as if she was still a small-time creator. Rewind to 2020, back when she was still a smaller creator. Back then, the pandemic was in full swing, and people who made fun of introverts for staying at home are now realizing we had it right all along. Now, at this time, again, she was a smaller creator, but she wasn't exactly unknown. However, she was nowhere close to where she is now. And I, at the time, was still going strong with the YouTube channel. I was still putting out videos whenever I could, but because the pandemic came around, this was the ultimate time for me to get into pandemic productivity, which I took the initiative of by emailing every single musician or YouTuber who'd be willing to come on the show. And that is something that I would recommend anybody doing if you are getting into the world of interviewing people or talking with people, is shoot your shot, send out emails to people. Eventually, someone will respond. 
In this case, of all the emails I sent out, only one responded, and that was Sunfire TV. I think that definitely helped with the rise of the Metal Robot YouTube channel. I don't want to say that she did everything on my end, but I think her interview definitely helped bring in a few numbers as time went on and bring in a few viewers, along with many of the other amazing people I have talked to over the years. So let's take a trip back to 2020 with the first ever interview I had ever done with Sunfire TV on the Metal Robot Reviews YouTube channel. I'm guessing being a Twitch streamer, staying inside isn't anything new to you at this point, is it? No, it's not. It's actually <laughs> like it hasn't changed like my routine at all. I've put so much work into it to the point where I'm okay being at home. Like, you know, it's not like... I, unfortunately, I don't have a full-time job right mm -hmm. now, which is not a huge problem at this time. But Twitch has kind of like taken that uh part of you know like just bringing in what i what i can pay bills with in a way right so that's good that like twitch has been helping with that and like my dedication to twitch has go has grown in the last two years usually i would say like 70 percent of the time at home <laughs> uh working on drumming i'm working on my channel working on graphic design because i'm also a graphic designer so so uh given that most of your presence is on twitch you can imagine it may have been a bit difficult to try and find a lot about you in general. Because I feel like I know a lot more about Sunfire TV than I do Sun. So mm. for the for those watching at home currently curled up in their anime blankets, please tell us the backstory to Sun. Like, what are you about? Well, I'm from Costa Rica. I'm Hispanic and I grew up in Costa Rica, Brazil, Dominican Republic. I traveled when I was very little because my dad's job. Um, and... I came to the States to study graphic design and I was doing that for a while. I'm pretty much like an introvert, so I was like always at home, but I would also go out sometimes and, and my, you know, I'm pretty nerdy too. So I was going through the Marvel encyclopedia and I found the name Sunfire. And that uh, that character I actually like just called my attention because it was just like, it started with an S because my name is Sophia. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, that's going to be my League of Legends handle. <laughs> and so I just went with that. And so I, when I found Twitch, I just wanted to use Sunfire because that's like the only gamer tag or, you know, just the name that I started using related to gaming. And Twitch is, you know, was related mostly to gaming back then. But because the music community is growing so much now, it's like, you know, it's such a, a big platform for so many other content. Uh, categories and different content. Right. What made you think that Twitch streaming was the thing that you wanted to end up doing? Well, I did not like, so when I found out about Twitch, I said, you know, what? I'm going to put a couple hours into this and see what happens. I'm going to play Zelda and, you know, like games that I'm like, you know, I grew up with Zelda. So I was like, I'm going to play the stuff that I really like. And so I saw, you know, people coming into the chat and I like the fact that you can build a community and like, you know, people coming into the chat and talking to you. And so I was like, oh, there's friends. And, you know, and so I kept I kept doing that and it kept, you know, growing and increasing with viewership. And so once like I found out about the music channel uh, or the music category, I said, oh, people can play music on Twitch. That's amazing. I wish I could. I didn't have a drum set at the time because I, I did have an acoustic drum set when I was like in high school, but we had to sell it because I moved. And so um, my friend uh, actually offered me his electronic set. And he's like, I don't need it. If you want to use it, you can. And I said, oh, my God, yes, I could use it for Twitch. And that would be cool because then I can get to practice again. And so because I've, I've been drumming most of my life, like since I was 10. So I wanted to get back on that. Um, I had bands here and there, like in middle school, high school, talent show stuff, but nothing serious. And then I said, yeah. So I started drumming on Twitch and um, 
I don't know. It, it just went from there. I just got so dedicated to the channel that it it, it got it pretty pretty much became like like a baby to me, a uh, second priority in life in a way. Like I don't know. It just became my passion because in a way I saw it growing so much and I got so much better at drumming that I cherished it. And so I, you know, I kept I kept putting as much as I could to it and and it kept building the community and my skills as a drummer too. So. Just out of curiosity, is that uh, the kit that you were talking about uh, in that? Is that the kit behind you? Yes. <laughs> you can't see it very well because I'm this computer's here. But yeah, this is the Roland. It's a Roland TD11, TD11K. It's it's lasted all these years. Fantastic. So uh, <laughs> is that so? What me? Uh, what made you? Because you started off uh, your Twitch journey, we'll say, uh, as a gamer on Twitch. Was getting the kit something that uh, made made you want to start focusing more on drums for Twitch? Sorry, can you repeat that question? You're cutting off. <laughs> I was wondering why you, there was like a still image of sun on my screen. Okay. Uh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't for that kit being available to me, I was I would probably just be still gaming and not have as much of success. Not that I, like gamers have success, but like there's just a big difference between gaming on Twitch and music. I feel like music has more opportunity mm-hmm. because it's such a small uh, community right now, and gaming has way more competition. So I think yeah. that it wouldn't be as successful, okay. in my opinion. Nice. So yeah, I, that's the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a good reason. I mean, uh, most people end up switching to music because gaming is so overcrowded with everybody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if PewDiePie had that option, he'd probably go for the music too. Um, yeah. so, so when did your love of metal start though? Uh, okay, so when I was in fourth grade, I found out about Linkin Park and uh. I always go, Dude, it was like I was a, yes. in my living room. I was a tenth, like fourth grader, sorry. So I was 10 years old, fourth grade in Brazil. And uh, I was watching MTV when MTV had music. And then I found Linkin Park and I really liked it. And Crawling was the first song. And then I was like, I want to be able to play the song on the drums. And then I found Blink-182 and I wanted to be like Travis. And so like I, I really just got into like the heavier, I guess that would be like my gateway to heavier music, because I, I was listening to Britney Spears and NSYNC before that. Uh, so uh, that was my gateway to like heavier music, because Linkin Park is, could be a little heavier compared to those pop uh, genres. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Oh, yes. especially in the early days. We're not counting uh, the last album they put out, but that's okay. Uh, so. Yeah, like Hybrid Theory is my first like favorite yes. album ever. Yes. yes. And, so, <laughs> and so from there, I went to Event Sevenfold um, and then Slipknot. And then it just opened up to way more. What? You know? I, I, why is it that everyone's start in metal is always like Linkin Park or something, especially if they're like in the uh, 2000s? Because mine was Event yeah. Sevenfold. I'm the loner here. I'm stuck with the... I, I, don't yeah, but, I love A7X, but like Linkin Park is where it's at in the 2000s. It was. It was, yes. <laughs> do you think your skills as a drummer are what the main focus of your content on Twitch is? Or do you think it's, your, for lack of a better word, extravagant personality? <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I mean, that comes along secondary, like it's my main content. I always say this to people, uh, it's like my drumming is the main content and it's what I focus on. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's what people like to watch. That's like what they know me for now. But 
you know, everything else comes along. Like I do have other content. I, I was dancing on, on Twitch yesterday because I wanted to do something different and also because I promised my community we'd do it like a dancing stream with Just Dance, which is a game on the Switch. And people are just, you know, hey, hyping me up like, yeah, you could do it because it was like really intensive workouts. And so stuff like that where I can just relax and do other things aside from drumming. I do that and then I do like I play video games. I play sometimes League of Legends or Rocket League. But, you know, mostly 80%, 99.9% is drumming. So given the fact that you're using an electronic kit, uh, you did mention that you had an acoustic kit back in the day, but given that you're using an electronic kit on Twitch, I, I, I care, it's bound to happen where we'll see some comments from people who are unreasonably angry at the fact that you're using an electronic kit. Have oh you, my have you had that yet? <laughs> yes. Like, oh I, got, I had a guy on my Instagram say... What is that? What is, that's not a real <laughs> What is that's not a real that's not a real drum set he said. Oh my god, Roland would be so upset and, and like crying right now because what? Roland is one of the best bands for I'm sorry, no, whoa. Bands? What? <laughs> one of the best brands. Well, I don't know, Roland is one of the best bands. You cannot deny that. <laughs> I forgot the R. Brands uh, of drums just electronic like e-drums top brand i would say in my opinion I, i've heard elise's and I've, i'm sorry I'm, this is not a like a brand plug here <laughs> but i'm just gonna say it's my recommendation as a beginner drum uh drummer that you really want something in, indoors i would say roland it, for the quality that you're paying for anyways i had comments that say what are those that's just plastic and i'm like what, yeah what is technology uh, i don't understand <laughs> I'm, I'm in the stone <laughs> Yeah, like, okay, so this, that would be way... If I had an acoustic drum set, I would not be able to drum. There's just two houses right next to me, and there's a person under me. Oh. So, I mean, yeah. I, he can hear he can hear me, like, hit the drums. Like, it just hurt. It just sounds like, you know, like, the ceiling would kind of rumble a little bit. You can hear, like, duh, 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 duh. But it's not like you hear the cymbals and the... And, you know, it's not... That would be really bad. I do want to, like, you know, educate them. I tell them, hey, it's, uh, you know, so I use Roland... It's an e-drum, like, you have to kind of understand that they're, like, also a big a part of, like, drumming, you know, in the drumming community. E mm -hmm. Electronic drums are are just huge, too, you know, there's not just acoustics. I get acoustic drums, like, there's, normally that's how drums, like, drummers start, and that's what a drum set looks like yes. in everybody's brain. But, you know, you have the pads, too, and they can sound pretty close to an actual acoustic set. Like Roland makes a great job, does a great job with that. So you've obviously performed a lot of songs while on Twitch. Uh, I gotta ask, what is the one song that you love to get requested? On top of that, what's the one song that you hate when it's requested? Okay, oh my God. So there's just so many. I get really excited about like, um, like just pop for some reason. Like when people request Backstreet Boys, <laughs> I don't know why. Because it's you fun do because blast it's like, beats on them. That's the best yes, way. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, I get excited when, when somebody requests, tell me why. And then I'm just like, double time, tell me why. Like, I don't know why. That That's just how it is. And I get excited. Everybody knows the song and it's corny and everybody sings it. So that's why I like it. Stuff like that, pop or, or just fun, like rock metal songs. Like, I don't know. Like, toxicity is so overplayed. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, really? But it's fine because everybody knows it. Everybody's like super hype. Like, so that could be like a hate love relationship with Toxicity by System of a Down. But yeah, uh, the, the the fun stuff is like funky, like pop, like feel good music. Um, and then, you know, there's times where people are like through the fire and flames and I go, 
come on. Like, and I'm oh, like, God. <laughs> yeah. And so I do it. And, but that, and then I just get super tired. So I just have to take like a five minute break after that. But, you know, sometimes I just do the intro and I, and I go, hey, because you're that type of viewer that's that just wants to request something to see me crumble and see if I can do it because they request things and they go, I just want to see if you can play it. Why are you like that? You just want to oh. you want to come into my stream and have a good time and just request and see me do well, right? Well, they're stuck, Not they're stuck inside. They want to they want to see a stress <laughs> test live. <laughs> the, yes, the best kind of yes. reality TV, and it's found on Twitch. Right, right. I don't hate it. I don't hate through the fire flames that much because it's fun because I can play it at first, but then once it's getting to the middle part end and of, of the song, I'm just like, <gasps> let it end. But there's stuff that people request that are funny, like terrible covers of actual songs so you know there's those covers that people will do and they sing like really bad on purpose mm -hmm. or not no or not even on purpose they just sound terrible so i have those uh requests and i hate them but at the same time it's, it's funny because people laugh they go they come in my chat at that time and they're so confused as to what am i watching and so it's <laughs> me drumming over a terrible cover of like sweet child of mine and the guy singing like ah! and it's like terrible on purpose and i have to drum over it because a viewer donated five dollars and i will i dude five dollars come on like thank you so much for the donation like i will drum to this but i will suffer through it and i hate it <laughs> <laughs> You gotta suffer for five bucks nowadays. It's the best way to do it. Uh, so, <laughs> because you you are a musician, do you also create original music, or like do you collaborate with other musicians on original music? I don't do original music myself, but I would. I, I am always kind of like not right now. I'm pretty busy, but I I want to be able to add my own style and drums over somebody's original. Mm -hmm. So. Actually, now that you mentioned that, this week I got one of my friends from Twitch. He is a uh, guitarist, and, see, and he he sent me his track. He said, "This is my song. I would love for you to add your drums and your own take on it." Oh. So I'm gonna record some of it uh, over the song and, and see if he likes it, and then he can, you know, program it. And I think that that's kind of like my the thing about collabing with other people is awesome because you meet so many people on the internet through Twitch too. But on top of that, there's also uh, people just watch just watching your Twitch streams, and they're not only having a good time, but they're also just loving the fact that uh, that there's a streamer on Twitch that not only is a fantastic drummer, but also is fucking hilarious sometimes. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> but uh, those people will sometimes look to streamers like yourself and they'll think, mm -hmm. I want to try that. I want to do that. What would you want to say to those people? So if you want to try streaming in general or just being comedic, I guess, because like, you think I'm funny. Okay, I just... <laughs> I, I'm just a troll. Like, I just have fun with people. I just don't give a, a, a crap. Can I say that? Uh, honestly, I've been saying fuck this entire time, so by uh, all means. I just, I don't care. Like, you just have to have fun. Like, be yourself. Tell the jokes that you think, that not even that you think are funny, but just just be yourself. And, and just don't think about people thinking, oh, he's, he, he, he's not funny. No, no, no. Just have fun. I know that the things that I say sometimes are cringe, but I embrace it. And that's why I call myself. I have an emote in my chat that's cringe. It says cringe. So when there's something funny that I'm saying and I know that it's really stupid, people just put cringe in my chat over and over again. Just do it. Just just do it. That's the, my encouragement. Words are just do it. And it's not Nike, but just do it. <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear nike please don't kill us do not sue us during this time we do not <laughs> i do apologize for this question because i know it sounds like a job interview question but where do you see yourself and your channel in five years in five years i 
I think I would like to be able to kind of start traveling and meeting other people and performing live in a way where I do uh, clinics or some sort of um, like session drumming. Mm -hmm. And um, I can, I would love to meet other uh, b bigger musicians. Like, you know, the way that I've, I've met, or not met, but I haven't met Matthew Kehifi from Trivium, but he knows who I am. Like, he, he, he knows that I'm on Twitch and he knows who Sunfire is. So it's like stuff like that. I would love to keep meeting people that inspire me in the music community. I would love to meet, like, eventually Corey Taylor one day. I did meet Corey Taylor, but like, I would love to, like, engage with these artists in a way that's musically and not just me being a fan. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I'm a fan of Matthew, and he knows that I'm a, I'm a drummer, but he, he understands and he acknowledges that I'm a great streamer, and that's what he said one day, and I'm a great, like, he's I'm, he said I'm one of his favorite streamers. Like, that means a lot to me. Like, he's the lead singer of Trivium, and I know, maybe if you don't know Trivium, that's fine, but, like, it's a, it's a band that means a lot to me, too, because it's from my childhood. I would love to see more artists like that on, um, yeah, on Twitch. I was like, who is Trivium? Who is, who is Trivium? <laughs> Uh, what the dead men say? What? What is that? Oh my god! Such a great song. I'm not sure if this is something that a lot of people are asking, but I must know this. So, this sound effect. Where the hell? Where the hell did that yeah. come from? I that's old. Is that what video is that from? Can I ask? Uh, I, I just pulled it up from the the February 2020 funny moments video. Really? That's February? I had it. Okay, yeah. so I've been using that intro and like. In and out. So I forget that I used it this year, but I thought that was from older videos. It's always been like an old intro sound that I created because I, when I started making YouTube videos for like my channel, like funny moments, mm -hmm. I was like, you know, YouTubers have an intro, you know, like, <laughs> like whatever, like they do crazy things. I wanted something simple and quick. So I just did like a bam sound and then I increased That's what the that pitch. Is? Oh, yeah. okay. That makes more sense. Yes, I couldn't yeah. tell what the hell that was. Like, how the hell is she doing that? Yeah, yeah, I'm, no, I increased the wow. pitch. Voice acting goals. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So, and finally, the most important question that uh, I could ask throughout this entire interview: If you mm -hmm. could be any cereal box character, who would you be? Cereal box character. Uh like, like, uh, you know, I have cocoa pebbles, so I'm thinking like the Flintstones, but that's not. What? I mean, like, Wait. Lucky Charms, Tony the Tiger. Oh, like those guys. <laughs> oh, my God. You yeah. are the second person I had to explain that to. <laughs> oh, my. I know. It's just, no, no. You know what? You should have said serial character. Because uh, you said serial box, and I'm like, why did that confuse me? I don't know. Yes, Tony the Tiger. All right. So um, there's this cereal uh, that I grew up with called uh, Choco Crispies. Choco Crispies, mm. sorry. And it's kind of like Cocoa Pebbles. Okay. And, but it's like, a, is it, do you guys have it here? It's like a brown elephant stamp? I have stamp? no idea. Like, it's, I don't know if it's in the US. I don't know even, even if it's in Canada. All I know is that, um, it, like, it's, a, I don't know, is that from Costa Rica or Brazil or wherever what, you were from? Yeah. 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 From Costa Rica. And wow. I thought that the US would have it too because we had, uh, I think it's, uh, oh no, it's called, his name is called, sorry, his name is Melvin. He's called Melvin. Not Sam. Sam is the toucan, right? Uh, yes, From toucan Sam. Hulu? Yes. This is like the the hardest question. Now I'm, I, can't even, I can't even English. I'm stuttering, and I don't even know how to say people's names now. Like these guys are just I. 
you're you're taking me out of my comfort zone with this question. I have no idea. No, I don't know. Um, I would be cool to be a toucan. I would I would leave it there. <laughs> that has to be uh, of the many times I've asked that question, the best answer I've ever gotten to a question like that. I don't if, know, man. You're putting me on my comfort zone. Please help me. I don't know. <laughs> I think I think I would. Yeah, I think if the world ended and that was the only question, I would probably die. <laughs> God, that was a fun time back in the day. Now, you can see the interview on YouTube. You can watch the video of it. This is obviously the, just the audio version, but it's also just as fun watching it on YouTube. But also, while you're on the YouTube channel, make sure you're subscribed. Again, that video should be coming out this coming week, so subscribe for that. But we're also coming back on the main podcast show coming up next week, so stay tuned for that. I'm going to let you go here, get back to whatever you're doing, and make sure to keep an eye out because I will see you in the mosh pit next time. Have a good night.